Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? That's how Satan is defeated, through Jesus Christ. He's the rock, through the power of his word. Now, later, the snake slithered away, and, uh, but I'm sure that little fish learned his lesson. Of course, fish are dumb, so <laughs> don't be like a fish either. Don't be dumb, okay? But here we see Satan has some of that ability. And what we know is that here in Daniel is we're seeing four world empires ultimately ruled by Satan, with that fourth kingdom being separate, separated by what we'll see as time itself for a total of five kingdoms. And so Daniel tells the king in verse 31, you were looking and you saw this great image and it appeared in all its splendor. And that just means brightness. But again, it's awesome. It's terrible. It's terrifying. And Daniel explains in verse 32 that the image had a head of gold, a chest and arms of silver, a belly and thighs of bronze. And then in verse 33, Daniel states that it had legs of iron, but it also had feet of iron and clay. Now, the legs and the feet are two separate things, but they're connected. I know that's not profound, but the feet are part of the two legs. Again, not groundbreaking information, but they are. And so they are connected in some way. And we're going to see how this perfectly fits the Roman Empire and, in the last days, a revived Roman Empire. That's what we're going to look at. But then Daniel tells Nebuchadnezzar the rest of his dream. Verse 34, you watched while a stone was cut out without hands which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. Verse 35, then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together. It became like chaff from the summer threshing floor. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Oh, amen. So we see that this entire structure, all of these world empires, this great image, which represent the last five world empires, there's going to be a stone cut without hands that's going to be thrown down from heaven, crush them and destroy them, and they'll never be found again. And we read that stone is going to become a great mountain. Again, mountains are representative of kingdoms in, in, uh, in prophetic scripture. And we know this is representing the kingdom of all kingdoms. And it represents Jesus Christ, who is what? Isaiah 28, 16 tells us, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Jesus Christ is that stone cut without hands. And he is going to destroy all of man's, all of Satan's kingdoms eventually. And he is going to raise up his kingdom on this earth. And church, you get to be a part of that. And that should excite you. That should excite you because, you know what, we are going to rule and reign with the creator of the universe forever. We're going to sit on his divine council. We are going to be by his side. We are going to worship him forever. No more tears. No more, you know, camping. And I know you guys are going to, the guys are going to get me because I was glamping. 
okay? But even in my glamping, I'm sore. I don't know how you guys did it in your tents. I look, I, I have a healthy respect for you guys, but, um, but look, as you get older, I think it's just natural to desire the next life, you know? And what a life it will be. We will never cry. We will never hurt again. We will never lose another loved one. We'll never suffer another injury or disease. And we will be with our king forever. That's heaven. Jesus is heaven. And we'll be with him in his kingdom. But then I love this because that stone becomes a great kingdom. And then Daniel concludes with this in verse 36. This is the dream. Now we will tell you the interpretation of it before the king. And so now he's going to give King Nebuchadnezzar the interpretation of this dream. You, O king, verse 37, are a king of kings. For the God of heaven has given you a kingdom power, strength, and glory. And wherever the children of men dwell or the beasts of the field and the birds of the heaven, he has given them into your hand and has made you rule over them all. You are this head of gold. So, so far, so good. Nebuchadnezzar's probably like, yeah, that's right. I'm the head of gold. And we're going to find out in the next chapter, he takes this dream and even though he's impacted by it, you know what he does? I'm going to create a big old statue to myself. That's what he does in the next chapter anyway. But, uh, we notice here, though, what Daniel does there in verse 37. He tells him, Nebuchadnezzar, you are a king of kings. He's not the king of kings. He's a, meaning he was ruling over the whole earth at this time. But did you notice Daniel tells him, God did this. You didn't do this, Nebuchadnezzar. God raised you up. God alone raised you up. Again, in his sovereignty, God raised Nebuchadnezzar. God gave you the power, the strength, and the glory. So you should return it to him. And we know that Satan, again, can raise up people according to the system that is created. But God is the one. Daniel 2.21, we looked at it last week. God raises up kings. God tears down kings. But I talked about this too. We get the leaders we deserve. Israel got the leader they deserve because they went into captivity in Babylon because of their disobedience. So when you look around our nation, just a little hint of how our nation and our condition is today. We get the leaders we deserve. Do you understand what's happening in our nation? This is why Daniel, again, is so pertinent. Do you see that God's hand is being slowly removed? Do you see the judgment of God that's already coming upon us? And if you don't, get your head out of the sand and get your nose in the scripture. We get the leaders we deserve. We are living in very critical, crucial times. And I see this all throughout the scripture, but we definitely get the leaders we deserve. Now, in verse 38... He tells Nebuchadnezzar, God gave you rule even over the beasts of the earth, even over, over the birds of the air. Nebuchadnezzar was given serious power and authority by God Almighty. And we're going to see, though, King Nebuchadnezzar doesn't get it yet. But he's going to. He's going to get it. Because here's the thing. In more than one way, the Lord will break every prideful man, every prideful woman. Any of those that are his, he will break you and me. And he will do whatever it takes because he loves us. Do you understand that? He loves Nebuchadnezzar. This king, this guy <laughs> is going to get broken and it's going to take a lot. And we'll see that in chapter four. But he says, you're the head of gold, Nebuchadnezzar. God raised you up to be this. And yet Daniel goes on to explain there will be another kingdom after you inferior to yours. And then a still another after that. Verse 39. But after you shall arise another kingdom inferior to yours. Then another, a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule over all the earth. So two more kingdoms. And again, the one is inferior. The next is the kingdom of bronze. But notice they're going to rule over the whole earth. And that's what it's talking about here. But there's also another connection in all these kingdoms that we're going to be looking at. They all rule over the earth. But they also all torment and persecute Israel. 
including the last kingdom, the revived Roman Empire, the Antichrist kingdom. They all rule over the earth. They all torment Israel. And we know from history that verse 39, following Babylon, and when we get later in the book of Daniel, you're going to see how accurate Daniel's prophecies were. They were completely accurate. And I will show you. It's fascinating. It's amazing. This is why many people thought the book of Daniel was a forgery or a fake, because it's so accurate. But here's the thing. Those kingdoms that follow Babylon were Medo-Persia and then Greece under Alexander. So we know that's what happened. But then we're going to read about another kingdom, the one in two parts, totaling five empires. In verse 40 through 41, it says this. And the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, inasmuch as iron breaks in pieces and shatters everything. And like iron that crushes, that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all others. Verse 41, whereas you saw the feet of, and toes, partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. Yet the strength of the iron shall be in it, just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay. This is fascinating. So when you look at this, Daniel is describing here this kingdom that's as strong as iron. And that represents Rome. And Rome was. Rome was strong as iron. It crushed every other kingdom. And they were brutal. Whereas the, the first three kingdoms, even though Babylon, Medo-Persia, and Greece ruled over the world and even tormented and persecuted Israel, it wasn't extreme. It wasn't nearly ex as extreme as what Rome did. And Rome crushed everyone. Many of these kingdoms, we saw Babylon would bring their exiles in and try to convert them to their own culture. Not Rome. They just crushed them. They just killed them. They just tortured them. Remember, the Romans are the ones who, who actually perfected, quote-unquote, the act of crucifixion on a cross. Because they liked to see criminals and those they wanted to make an example of, they wanted them to suffer in public. And so we see Rome was that kingdom of iron. But notice that fifth kingdom is this pair of feet with their toes. Remember, feet have toes. Is that profound? Feet have toes. Most people, now some of you maybe, you know, maybe you've had an accident or something, you know. But feet have toes. But notice it says it's partly of clay and partly of iron, that last kingdom. And it's related to these legs of iron. And they understand this. Rome was divided in two parts, just like legs. This is why, again, when you study out and you go through the book of Daniel, you'll see how extremely accurate it is. But it describes the, this kingdom of Rome as having two legs. And we know then those feet would be the revived Roman Empire connected to those two legs. But when you look at history, Rome itself had two legs. It had an eastern capital in Turkey in Constantinople. It had a western capital in Rome. Go study it out. The two legs of the Roman Empire. Powerful. But here's the thing about that. The Roman Empire never was, it was never defeated. It's still here with us. It just diminished. But, again, those two feet having ten toes. And we know they're ten toes because they're related. And I'm about to read you a passage in Daniel 7 and Revelation that tell us those, those are ten horns. It's going to be sound confusing at first, but it'll all come around. Those are ten horns. Those ten toes are ten horns. And we're going to find out those ten horns are ten kings that will give the Antichrist his power. But in Daniel 7, when you study this out, Daniel also had a dream about these same empires. So stay with me. Daniel had this dream about these same empires, but he saw them as beasts. Four beasts. A lion, a bear, a leopard, and a fourth beast described as dreadful and terrible. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. 
For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.